Welcome back to another episode of Let's Just Talk About It Podcast. I'm your host, Chuck, and if you're here for the first time, this platform was created to give genuine people just like you an opportunity to share a portion of your life's journey. So with that being said, I'm excited to have special guest Dr. Rob Kelly on with me today, the founder of the Rob Kelly Recovery Group in Dallas, Texas. And on this episode, Rob shares how it was for him growing up in Manchester, England, and he also shares his passion now for helping this culture recover from the problem of opioid addiction. So hey, you don't want to miss it. As a matter of fact, go and grab your husband, your wife, your children, or even call a friend and listen into my conversation with Rob on Let's Just Talk About It podcast. Let's jump right in. Welcome back to another episode of Let's Just Talk About It podcast. Today I have Dr. Rob Kelly on with me today, the CEO of Rob Kelly Recovery Group based in Dallas, Texas. Rob, thank you so much for being a part of this episode with me. Oh, my pleasure, my man. My pleasure. Looking forward to it. Absolutely, man. Appreciate you. And also, I want to give a thank you to Miss Courtney Davis for making this conversation possible, man. Yes, sir. Yep. She's awesome. She's awesome. Absolutely. She's my right-hand girl. Got you. <laughs> How you doing today, Rob? Doing great, man. Doing absolutely amazing on this sunny day in Texas. Wow. Rob, I love to jump right into my interviews to have those genuine conversations with genuine people just like yourself to share a portion of your life's journey because I believe everybody has a story and everybody has their own unique journey of how they arrived to where they are today. And so I wanted to have you on to share how you arrived to this place of becoming or being the CEO of Rob Kelly Recovery Group. So first of all, Rob, where are you from, man? I'm from Manchester in the United Kingdom. It's, uh, there's a, there's two small football teams there, I believe. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I, okay. I, I grew up just outside there called Moss Side. Uh, quite a rough area, known for gangs. But gotcha. uh, yeah, man, I grew up there and, you know, went to school there. And then went down to Oxford to get educated and then come back to Manchester. And yeah, man, we didn't have much money when I was growing up. Uh, right. But there was lots of love in the house, man. You know, it was really, my parents did really good. Wow. So growing up in Manchester, you said it was a lot of love. So how was it for you when you got out of the house, you got grown? How was that for you in Manchester? It was good, you know. We had we had one of them families that used to gather for dinner every night around six o'clock. We'd all gather around me, my sister and brother, my mom and my dad, and we just chat every night. So it was pretty good. I got into bodybuilding at the age of 16, so, and fighting, you know, martial arts and stuff. So there wasn't a lot of people that messed with me. I was lucky <laughs> that way. Right. You know, people were kind of intimidated by me, but right. the little child inside was like, oh my God, I can't believe they're scared of me. But I, I become a professional uh, fighter and a semi-professional bodybuilder. Wow. So although it was rough, nobody robbed our house. Nobody started any trouble with my family. You know, I used to work the doors over there to get some extra money. And I, I used to be a musician um, playing in a lot of bands to earn extra money apart besides my full-time job. So by the time I was 19, 20, I actually moved out and got my own place. And it was just it was just good, man. I mean, look back on fond memories. Apart from my drinking, it was pretty good. Got you. You said apart from your drinking. Oh, man. So Let not me tell you about that. Yeah, so let's talk that, about that. I took my first drink at the age of nine years old on stage in Liverpool, where the Beatles come from, with my auntie and uncle. So I was born into my musical family. So I played uh, bass guitar. I can now play everything, but bass guitar I was playing then. And I took my first drink on stage. 
And uh, the whole world changed. You know how this feels. The whole world changed yeah. right there and then for me. So I found something that gets rid of my fear, gets rid of my anxiety. You know, later in my teens, I could date girls, ask girls as long as I had yeah, this confidence. drink. So yeah. that's what it's, yeah, confidence, man. <laughs> Loads of confidence with yeah. it, you know? It went from Friday night. We used to play every Friday and Saturday and Sunday afternoon with the band. So it went on a Friday. Every Friday I'd have this little glass of beer and it kind of just increased to Friday, Saturday and Sunday. And then as I grew up 20s, 30s, it went to every single day, you know. And in the end, I lost everything wow. that I'd worked for all of my life. My children, my wife, my house, my cars, my wow. holiday home. Everything just went and I, I was homeless for 14 months. Wow. All of that started from a drink. All that started from one drink. One drink. So, yeah. yeah, devastation. So what we do today is is we, we use neuroscience and, uh, you know, to, to find out what the brain is doing and, and the neural pathways and neuroscience mm -hmm. around addiction. And we're, we're one of the leading authorities right now in the industry because we're breaking all the molds. What people think about drug addicts and alcoholics, we smashed it to pieces. Wow. You know, and uh, we, we got listened to. And today, you know, we're a multi-million dollar company. We have five offices around the world. Wow. You know, I have a staff of 15 people. I mean, we're just doing it, man, you know, doing everything I can to be happy and make people around me happy. Right. To help people recover from drugs and, and alcohol, right? Correct. And not only that, we have a foundation, the mm -hmm. Rob Kelly Foundation. It's only just started, but we give back, man. We, we give $150,000 back, me and my wife, back into the community. You must be a one-parent family with children wow. or a dad that wants to see his kids again. You might need a suit for court. You might need legal fees. You might need money for the baby and a little apartment. I mean, that's what we do. We're just constantly giving back, you know, and that seems to make me happy. So when you say you have a recovery group like a rehabilitation center right it's not so much a center we, everything's telehealth by now we came in telehealth when covid came uh -huh. we've been doing telehealth for six or seven years before that but yeah we're on telehealth now so no big expensive offices um apart from just local people that come into a, an office but uh yeah it's uh it seems to work pretty good man yeah so it's like an intervention yes Exactly. And then our, our 90 day program is one hour a day for 90 days, no days off. And we retrain and redirect the thinking patterns of the addicted brain and the addicted personality. If I tell you that alcoholics are born, drug addicts are made, people freak out with that. But it's it's what it is. You know, alcoholism is a predisposition. That's why at the age of nine, when I took the first drink, I was done. It was always going to end up in death or jail for me or treatment, of course. But yeah, it sets off. Whereas drug addicts have the addictive personality. Mm -hmm. So most people that come to us, heroin addict, started in the doctor's office. Wow. You say the heroin addict started in the doctor's office. 100%. About 93% to be exact of people that come to us on heroin yeah. started in the doctor's office with wow. painkillers. So what's the difference between not being in the doctor's office because some people like mine it started in the streets and so how do you address that from a person being in well the we need to look more at the doctors and what they're doing poor doctors only get nine minutes for patients psychiatrists get six mm -hmm. so you know they're, they're, they're trying to solve the problem but what they're doing is that they're increasing it you know that they're giving these heavy painkillers narcotics yeah. opioids yeah. we just get hugs in them you know and we when they when they cut us off because they have to 
because they get they get checks on by the government. Then we go to the streets, or we might start on the streets and then go to the doctor for some more. It's a combination. But here's the deal: the brain doesn't know the difference between a pharmaceutical drug and a street drug. It mm. doesn't know the difference. So either will suffice, as far as I'm concerned. Right. Wow. So when you have those interventions, what does that look like? How does that help the patient? What do you do? First of all, we have an assessment to see if we can work with you. We turn more people down than we do take because it's not about the money for us. But uh, we go through a series of behavior, learning uh, what their childhood trauma is, clearing the childhood trauma because that's the gateway drug is childhood trauma. So when we clear that up and we clear behavior and patterns, we're changing three parts of the brain, the amygdala, basal ganglia, and the hypothalamus. We change them through a series of, of uh, teachings and lessons, accountability. And over the 90-day period, 90 day period the, the, the brain's rethinking, the behavior's different. Mm-hmm. They've got that job, got that girl, bought that house. I mean, the life is so better after they finish with us. And we're the only people in the world that guarantee our work. If it doesn't work, we give you money back. Nobody else in the world does that. Wow. Give you your money back. It's like a guarantee it's going to help the individual. 100%. Wow. Yeah. If you, if you follow our program after doing our 90-day and you relapse, I will refund every dime that you've put into my offices. So you stand behind what you do. 100%. 100%. You're either doing it or you don't. You're either pregnant or you're not. That's right. my attitude. You know, I don't like these trigger sensors that peak patients in for 30 right. grand a time. I, I don't do that. You know, if I if I can't stand face to face with your mom and dad or husband or wife and guarantee them that I can get rid of the alcoholism and addiction and get them into a better life, I'm not going to take them. I, how, how dare I stand in front of their parents and guarantee them that they can recover when I can't do that? Right. You know, so 30 years on and 8,000 patients down the line with a 97, 98% success rate, yeah, we back what we say 100%. So how could people get in contact with you when you talk about that? You know, how could they reach out? Yeah, well, uh, spell my name in two Bs. So it's R-O-B-B-K-E-L-L-Y.com. Mm-hmm. Just get on there. Give us a like on all the social medias. Put Dr. Rob Kelly in any search engine. I'm out there doing a lot of things on TV, books, and all that stuff. But, you know, just loving what we do because mm-hmm. we do what we love. Wow. There's a lot of that going on today, man. People are on opioids and so forth. So I think it's really important what you're doing today with your um, recovery group. Thank you, man. We, You know, we like to think we're changing the world one patient Absolutely, at a time. Yeah. And we just love it, man. We just, I love, see, I love seeing families. Because my family was gone, man. I've never seen... My, my children were took off me by the, when they were one and three, two girls. I've never seen a one-year-old 30-something years on. Wow. You know, this devastates families. It breaks families up. What we want to do with all our heart is put families back together again yeah. and heal the, the patient so they can have a fulfilled life. And uh, neuroscience and quantum physics tells us that we can really do anything we want to do mm-hmm. once we put our mind to it. We can achieve anything. If you sweep the road right now and you want to be a CEO of a multi-billion dollar company, you can do it. You really can do it. I mean, wow. you've only got to look at, you know, years ago, people said, well, I can't be president of the United States. It's like, look, forget your political views. We just had a business when we're in the country mm-hmm. with no political experience whatsoever. So don't come to me and tell me that you can't do it because I would disagree with that. Wow. That you can. You can do it. You can get it done. 100%. Wow. 100%. You know, I stand by that as well. When change yeah. your, what you're thinking. You know, the only difference between me when I come off the streets mm-hmm. and, and a manager earning 60000 a year is he believed he could do it and I didn't. 
So what you say, you're operating a multi-million dollar business right now. Yes. Wow. Yes, we uh, we have uh, offices in uh, San Antonio, where mm-hmm. I am, Dallas, Texas, where Courtney is. We have Manchester, England. We have London, and we have Zurich in Switzerland. That's the, that's not even the TV that I do, and the books that I write, and the mm-hmm. charity work, mm-hmm. and the working with vets, veterans, and you know all the charity events that we, we we attend. It's just it's just a full day. But the old saying is, is if you do something you love, then you're never going to work a day, day in your, your life. life, and that's how I feel. Wow, I love it. I like what I do right now, and I love what you just said. If you like what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. And I love what I do right now, man. So I hope I get to that place of um, yeah. <laughs> Being oh, definitely, work. man. It's, it's for everybody, you mm-hmm. know. People think they can't do it, Chuck, and it's just, it's just a lie from childhood trauma. When people used to say, "Oh, you can't do can't that," do or that, yeah. you know, you, you, yeah. I mean, we we stick older that the subconscious brain holds to that. That when we come to do something, our first thought pattern is from our trauma, which tells us we can't, and that's where we get stuck. Yeah. So, if you had a chance, Rob, to go back and talk to the younger Rob, what would you say to him right now to prepare for today? I hate to spoil the ending for you, but everything's going to be okay. <laughs> That's 100% I what I say to myself. Because we do all this worrying, Chuck. We do all the worrying. And not, it's like it's a wasted emotion. Man. Wow. Wow. You, know? you don't want to spoil the ending, but everything's going to be okay. Exactly. Everything's <laughs> going to be okay. And it usually is. Even when I was homeless, I, I survived pretty well. And, mm-hmm. you know, I got little cleaning jobs. And now I am where I am. I'm 61 years old. 61. And I'm living a dream instead wow. of dreaming a living. Wow. I love that, man. I love your energy, man. I love where you are. I love the service that you're giving people and helping them to get to where you are. You know what I mean? Thank you, man. I appreciate you. Yeah. So, again, how could people find you? Dr. Rob Kelly in any search engine. Spell my name with two Bs. R-O-B-B-K-E-L-L-Y dot com is the website. Jump on there. Friend us. Say hi. We just want a big community all trying to have fun at the same time. So, Come and look at us, guys. Like us on Facebook, and we'll we'll come and find you, and we'll all be friends. Absolutely, man. I appreciate you being on, man, and just sharing what you got going on for the community, your help you're giving, man. So I really appreciate you, Rob. Oh, man, the pleasure is all mine, man. You're an amazing guy, and thank you for what you do, helping all those people out there, man. I, I, I just, it fascinates me, man. You got a full-time job as well, so thank you for what you do. Absolutely, man. Anything you want to give to the audience before you go? Yeah, just just believe in yourself, you know. Just believe in yourself. If you want to be somebody or be the best dad in the world, start acting as if you are today, mm. okay? And and start living that dream. Nothing is impossible. Uh, and, and and then just, just as a side note, mm-hmm. you know, if, if you're at home and you're suffering from addiction or mm. you're so depressed you want to commit suicide or, listen, 214-600-0210 is my personal cell phone number. Wow. If you are really struggling, man, you text me, I'll call you back. And the premise behind that is, is one, I will always have my feet on the ground. And two, I'd rather give you a 10-minute pet talk than hear of your suicide. Oh, by the way, if you do if you do call me and I give you a 10-minute pep talk and it doesn't change your life, I'll send you a hundred dollars for wasting your time. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. That's I love it, man. Confidence, man, in what you do, man. I love that. Thank you so much. You're amazing. Yes, yes sir, man. You are too. So you said somebody can reach out to you if they're going through depression, if they're going through any type of anxiety or suicide thoughts, they can reach out to you. 
hundred percent, and and it will be me. That's not my secretary. It's not my front desk. It's that's my personal cell phone number, man. And you wow. call out. Don't you ever think, you know, if you see me on TV or you Google me and all the stuff, stuff, don't you ever think you can't call me, man? I love it. I, I, I'm the guy that lost, that sold his kids out for alcohol. I'm the guy that stabbed his wife three times one night because she wouldn't let me finish the bottle of vodka. Mm. It's only me. Don't think you can't reach out to me because I'm always going to be here. Wow, man. So people can overcome depression. People can overcome anxiety and suicidal thoughts. 100%. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Because some people feel like 100%. they can't come out of it, Rob. Some people feel like they're stuck mentally and just can't get out of it, you know? Yeah, and, and you know, and, and, and they stay there. It's like, what happens with depression mm. is if I get depression, I go to the doctor, he gives me an SSR, which is a slow release serotonin. I, and now I'm hooked on that. I can't come off it to make yeah. me feel good. Mm -hmm. The question is why aren't we asking this question? Is why my serotonin is low in the first place? The serotonin is, is mixed with the people's song, you know, all the exercise, all the great stuff that we need. Mm -hmm. So if you it, isolation kills us, Chuck, it, it kills us. So, you know, if, you, if you're sat in a house all day, day in, day out, like COVID, you're going to get depressed and it might turn into clinical depression, which is harder to come up. But there is a solution that will get you back on track. Got you. Can you speak about that solution? Because I just spoke with somebody recently and the doctor diagnosed them with severe depression you know what i'm saying so yes you never know who's listening to this conversation so what's that solution if you don't mind sharing well the solution is first of all is what they call a psychic change it's a change of neural pathways is what we do the second one is very very important and that's a spiritual connection absolutely to god and what happens, and here's, here's what says everything, is when you have that psychic change, change of mind, and you have that spiritual awakening, our DNA changes. Mm. That means that you're not the same person when you leave us as when you joined us. Wow. Man, I appreciate you being on, man. Thank you again for your time, man. I know you're a busy guy, but I thank you so much for just taking time out to be on Let's Just Talk About It podcast to just share with the listening audience that it's possible to come off, you know, alcoholism, um, drug addiction, being depressed and so forth. It's possible that you can make it. 100%, man. 100%. And thank you so much for having me on. Absolute pleasure, man. And I just, uh, I don't know, man. I just, me and you are going to stay friends here because I need to know you more. You sound like an amazing guy. Man, appreciate it, man. Thank you. <laughs> you too. All right, buddy. Thanks very much. All right. Talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. Wow, what an amazing conversation. Shout out to my friend Rob Kelly for having this dialogue with me. You know, one of the things he said that really stuck out to me was the fact that we really can get through and overcome addiction and depression. And I'm not saying that it's easy, but it's sure good to know that it's definitely possible to fight through it. So in the words of Rob Kelly, I hate to spoil it for you, but everything is going to be okay. Just hang in there. As always, thank you so much for tuning in to Let's Just Talk About It podcast. And please check out my website. Just Google Let's Just Talk About It podcast.com and then hit that subscribe button to receive all the new episodes every Friday. You can also find me on Facebook. Just type in Chuck L-J-T-A-I, which means Let's Just Talk About It. So as always, until next time, don't hold it in, but let's just talk about it. Talk to you soon.